And like Roy Jones said, I said, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Y queremos Palestina. Libre y libre y libre y viva, viva Palestina. The civil war has been quite fruitless. It's a people defending themselves against a fascist government. Now the revolution has got to be perfect. It's got to be flawless. Well, that isn't my criteria. EMP, the podcast on the Public Pulse News Network. I am Amin TMK, the producer here, alongside, uh, you know, the names, uh, Kita the Muscle. What's up, Kita? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to the only person, possibly, to my left, little tanky that could. What's up, tanky, uh, what, what, what the fuck is up, guys? What's up? It's so much. Oh, my God. Dim exit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna... like Tourette syndrome, not wow. to make fun of the poor people that suffer from the mental disorder yeah. known as Tourette syndrome, not which is a real less. thing. But uh, Dim exit. Yeah, exactly. We, 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 we do uh, screen that out. And uh, I think today is going to be the greatest. It's going to be a really good example of why we have to scream Dim exit. We were going to tell you a little bit about what we're doing today. Um, North Korea is testing a railway-borne missile. Uh, and, of course, the United States is all turned up about that. Um, in other news, Australia is asking people to hack for them or face up to 10 years in prison but uh, something that's been on my mind, and I think it might be on yours, uh, we start with the Met Gala. Are you talking about the 2024-2028 Democratic presidential nominee? Why, why do you hate brown, <laughs> Latinx women Latinoness? that have married themselves to whiteness and anchored themselves to white mediocrity in the Democratic This party. has been an interesting story. So if you don't know, I, I mean, maybe I don't even know how much I need to preface this, but I believe it was last week. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a representative from the Bronx in New York City, wore a dress to the Met Gala, basically like the fanciest, richest, bougiest place you could probably attend and wore a dress uh, that looked like um, basically the the Chick Fil A logo, and it said <laughs> "Tax the Rich." Um, That's a radical stand, I, right? I was gonna say, you know, Met Gala, uh, apropos the Hunger Games, <laughs> and everybody dressed up at the Capitol yep. kind of situation. Yeah. She's the Mockingjay. Exactly. May the odds ever be in your favor. Woman uh, on fire. <laughs> right. Turn it into a fire, um, and it was, and so. I think we jumped on to this particular subject, just like many of our leftist counterparts and those folks out there who uh, like the idea of exiting the Democratic Party for a greener and realer pastures. Um, and we got a tremendous amount of pushback. And I think a lot of leftists have been getting a lot of pushback. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the reasons why I do not believe um and, and if you've been paying attention to us we've been talking about aoc and her trash policies and her performative stuff for i don't even know maybe since the beginning of this podcast and see that's why y'all gotta love i mean tmk because he's trying to talk about the reasons why and all i want to do is give y'all the reasons why if you don't like what i gotta say you should just eat my asshole <laughs> we cross okay straight to the point <laughs> and you know i'm not against it i'm not saying that that's not a take that you can have but what i have been getting is a lot of Hey, AOC went to the 
you know, this gala and she didn't pay for the ticket. Like somehow that matters. Right. And then, you know, uh, you know, she's just uh, trying to, to tell uh, the rich people in their faces what they should be doing. And, you know, what do you want her to do? This is the question I've been getting from for a lot of the boutique left, as we call them. Right. What do you want her to do? And uh, I just want to talk a little bit of things that I would not mind. I think that the, she should do these types of things. Um, Abolish the, ice. Abolish ice. She came in abolish ice. Yeah, and now it's kind of shifted. Yeah, to uh, uh, this champagne needs more ice. Right, President. Servant. I felt terribly superior, an awfully great President vote instead of uh, opposing vote. Well, I mean, I think the biggest hypocrisy that uh, I feel like is just easy pickings out there is she went to the ice border camps uh, in uh, at the border in, in Texas and. She stood outside the facility, outside the fence of the facility, and had a uh, photo op in an all-white, like a pantsuit, like literally all-white with heels, and was fake crying. And she took like this little photo op, right? I'll never love again. And, and we've been talking about the the horrid conditions um, and and the unethical, immoral treatment of people who are at the border, young people, adults, elders. And, you know, this was a big thing when it, when Trump was in uh, in office, like, how can you have these people in these camps? And that's what the Democrats, they were so high and mighty. They were so holier than now. I remember when they had uh, in D.C., when they had the, like a little uh, indigent uh, sleep in, like where they slept outside of the Capitol, like which is still under guard with like military motherfuckers like you can't even get there past a certain point after the activities of June, yes. January 6th. Yes. But how about in a real way, if you're going to do symbolic protests, why not spend a week, a weekend, or even a day, but really spend a week, spend a week sleeping in one of these ice detention camps? Uh, they're internment camps. I, they can call them whatever the fuck they want. They're Concentration camps. Concentration camps. camps for Latin-A people who are being held against their will without due process, without representation. They're essentially being held hostage, in many cases for children, but definitely being held prisoner. While their children are being ransomed off to good and proper Christian families that will raise them up in the right way. Look, when you talk about what symbolic change is, is spending a week there going to create fundamental shift? No. But you know what's going to have to happen the whole week she's there? Them guards are going to have to keep up a fucking facade that they don't even pretend to otherwise do. I know. And this is just the start of a means list because I know you have so much more to Go share. to fuck in, bro. Go, I'm just trying to say, because people are like, oh, what could she do? Well, we're going to give you a couple of fucking things she could fucking do. There's a list. There's a list. I want to shout out uh, the Instagram, uh, This American Left. I do follow them today. I posted some really good stuff. What's wrong with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the name of this post. And I wanted to read off a couple of things, things that we would like to see someone in uh, quote unquote power, a person who has this type of influence in the government, a person that can vote vote on policies. These are the type of things that we want to see, not performative things. Voted uh, for Trump's 2020 war budget, allocating $738 billion in military spending. This is a 3% increase over the previous year. Uh, yes. I, I do need to jump in because, again, right, this is something I, I maintain, and this is such a serious thing for all the performative fucking uh, rape culture bullshit that we see in our culture, especially with liberals and the so-called left. There is no such thing as being anti-rape culture and pro-military. The largest inducers of systemic rape in the world 
are military and armed factions. Second biggest is the carceral prison industrial complex. So if you putting billions, indeed trillions of dollars in the militaries, you by definition are not anti-rape culture. And I think that's a great point. The third is human trafficking that exists with these Jeffrey Epstein type of people. You know, we already know uh, Donnie J was there. We already know Joe Biden was there. We, we know uh, Bono from U2 was there. We know Hillary Clinton was there. We know Slick Bill Clinton Nick was there. Willie. Yeah, all of these big politicians. Will be, so when we're talking about rape culture and we're talking about also systemic rape culture as well. So that was one thing. Uh, she kept the U.S. in NATO, who's been responsible for countless atrocities in Europe and in the Middle East after our boy, Evo Morales, was overthrown by a U.S.-backed coup. She retracted her pro-Morales statement, and uh, she met with a supporting group in Washington and tweeted support for the viciously anti-indigenous government of Jean Inez. Remember we talked about that? Her, yeah, yeah, her suicide watch ass. Her suicide watch. She, she now went with Juan Guaido. Juan Guaido. Um, I have more here. Uh, in 2021, uh, protests in Cuba, she called Cuban president anti -dem uh, his actions anti-democratic. Uh, she condemned socialist governments and suppression in the media, speech and protest after anti-war uh, activists posted a video of AOC uh, waffling on the question about Palestine uh, against pardoning Julian Assange. Um, and also, I just want to say, like, when it comes to remember, remember the whole defund the police movement. Remember way back? I do. Oh, back the good old you, days. You know? I yeah. do. Uh, well, she did. She uh, voted present um, when it came to the uh, Joe Biden increase on police spending. Not no. She voted present. Hmm. Um, and, you know, not only that, uh, I actually watched a YouTube video of her in Niger about 12 years ago. Uh, I believe the Central African country of Niger, where she was talking to uh, the people there about the fertility and birth uh, rates of women in Niger. What is a Bronx waitress server? Okay, not not that that's all she was, but a Bronx server who's supposed to come from poor family doing in Niger, talking about fertility rates. Just Eugenics. Some industry plant type stuff. Also, uh, like you said, uh, the person who made the dress for uh, for her, the uh, Chick-fil-A style font, um, that was Aurora James. Uh, Aurora James was said, oh, you're coming for Aurora James. She is an immigrant of color. And uh, from what we see here, she's from Toronto, Canada. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> all up there. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, if you don't know this about Aurora James, the person who uh, did the uh, did the dress also married to a hundred millionaire. Okay, so uh, tax the rich, except uh, you hang out with rich people, and uh, you know. And uh, you know what? And I, it's first I, rhetorically because we talk about framing a lot, right? In this, these kinds of conversations, and so when we say tax the rich, first of all, it's a sanitation of eat the rich, guillotine the rich, all of the things that we said like should happen to rich people, and that she's co-opted and watered down. But also, tax the rich is like, well, rich people should still exist, and they should not exist in an equitable society. Nobody needs, and by rich, I don't mean like you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm saying there should not be anybody. A there should definitely not be billionaires or trillionaires. Questionable on whether there should be millionaires at this point. I mean, it, look, it's hard enough to make a million dollars ethically in this world. But when you start making hundreds of millions, you've given up on ethics. And billions, it's just not possible. Without You're a the monster. exploitation of 
people. You're a dragon. You're a dragon. You are hoarding everything that people need in order to survive. But go on, my good sir. Well, I mean, I think y'all are making great points, and I don't want to belabor the point, but I did want to speak a little bit about what was happening outside of the Met Gala, um, uh, homies up in New York. Oh, you talking about them Black Lives Matter people getting their head bust? Bust in by the police. Um, it is the Hunger Games. It is the I, Hunger it, Games. It really is. It really is. And, you know, um, again, I just want to shout out to those protesters that are out here, the people in the streets, the people that are here for the real work. Um, you know, maybe we should applaud those type of people. Maybe we should show up and, you know, have all the excuses and, and have all the reasons why these people shouldn't be uh, getting beaten by police instead of coming to the defense of AOC, who time and time again, if you are paying attention, which I know you may not be paying attention if you are paying attention and you follow voting records and you follow rhetoric. Remember her whole point when she came in, uh, AOC was, oh, we got to get rid of Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we got to get rid of Nancy Pelosi. What's her nickname for Big Sis? Mama Bear. Mama Bear. Mama Bear. Mama, Mama, Mama. And that's so sweet. You know, so again, I mean, it, it goes back to the idea. Remember, we were speaking about uh, July 4th was uh, popping, you know, literally. And, um, you know, there was all these posts on the, uh, and the Internet like, don't have fireworks because they hurt my dog's ears. You know, and like, look, I'm not a big fan of dogs, but I don't want bad things to happen to dogs. I want your dog to be happy. I don't want him to, you know, be cr- crawling, crouching in a, a desk, you know, because the fireworks are going off. But that's what you choose to advocate for. Like, that's what you come on. That's what you feel moved to speak on. And I think with the pushback that we got is like, well, how dare you not? Who do you support then? What can people do? People aren't perfect. No, people are not perfect. We never said that anybody had to be perfect, but that you have to be held accountable for the actions that you make, especially when they harm other people. So long as you platform people, people can be co-opted. Right. Platform ideas, platform ideologies, because ideologies are much harder to co-opt if you keep them on the merits of the idea so long as you platform a person a person can be bought and look everybody want to act like they oh it would never happen to me it could happen to you okay especially if you've been broke especially if you've been hungry somebody come to you and they like hey look you know, go up there. You could talk that shit a little bit. Tone it way down, though. They've done studies about this, that a lot of people who grew up in poverty never leave that poverty mindset. And it results as they accumulate more wealth into hoarding because they're like, I've been poor once. Been I don't want to be broke again, Young which is valid, boy, right? NBA, never broke, broke again. again. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that this is actually... We lost a lot of followers. Follow us on Public Pulse News on the gram. Fuck them hoes. You know, exactly. But I think this was a good conversation because it really does separate. I don't want to, I, you know, I, I, I know uh, uh, LT says this all the time, like the quote unquote left, the so-called left, you know, it's such a large spectrum. Um, and, you know, I, but I think this does, does a good job of like setting a line between what the boutique left is the luxury left the brunch left (laughs) is from the met gala left the (laughs) met gala left i think that's a good one to use with you know the idea of like well what's real systemic change gonna look like not performative shit yeah um so and you can't push us right if your advocacy on this mess is well you need to understand that she had a vote no we're not going any farther right this is immovable we're going to go farther left and that's what dim exit is about and this is why it's important to realize that dim exit is a way of life you know what i'm saying this may happen with priya jayapal this may happen with cory bush 
You know, th- this may happen with many of these quote unquote progressive liberals. And, and I thought we, I think we've sheepdog, taken a sheepdog liberals, sheepdog Democrats. Yeah. Um, and, and, but anyway, I think it's a good, it's a good separation. So um, if, you know what I'm saying? You, I, I think, I think you're right, Keita. I think it is the idea of like, I don't really care anymore. Like if you, if you still on this, if we're still trying to have this conversation about Democrat, I'm a socialist. Okay. I vote socialist. I, there's socialist candidates on basically um, every single ballot. You know what I'm saying? So more of that coming later. More of that coming later. Uh, y'all feel good about this? Any more closing statements? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. Look, if, if you're rolling with them cats, you know, that's what it's going to be. And that's what she chose. That's what she into. I understand she's their new project. She checks off a lot of those check boxes. You know, she's young. She's relatively attractive. She's Married Latinx. Bo- has a white boyfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, right before you get into it, this is breaking news, okay? This is breaking news oh. directly from the crack team, okay? Directly from the crack team. I told them to stop smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Easy, I'm trying to do right. I'm, I mean, you know, now... Hey, look, people have the drugs that they need in order to survive in this I am libertarian in that way. If you want to fuck you up... Go ahead. All right. So uh, from the um, from from the, from the from the non illicit drug team. Okay, this is just in. <laughs> uh, tax the rich dress designer like uh, aforementioned Aurora James owes a hundred and three thousand two hundred and twenty dollars in back taxes. Received forty one thousand in PPP loans. Has several. Unpaid interns owes $62,000 in workers' comp, but she still found $250,000 for a table at the Met Gala. The definition of performative. Tax the rich, bitch, you ain't even paying you taxes. <laughs> All right, I yield the floor to you, uh, my good sir, LT. Uh, more things to talk about as we move through this freaking damn exit bullshit we got to deal with. So uh, if you made it past all the headlines of Nicki Minaj's cousin's balls, <laughs> you might have saw, you know, at the bottom of page 12, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, America apparently is uh, in their feelings. North Korea has tested some new ballistic missiles that uh, they have stored on trains like old school Soviet fucking era shit. And uh, I think uh, that's an interesting story, and I want to crack that on a, on a couple of different levels because so many things are happening with that. One, another thing that people didn't really see within that same 24 hours is South Korea uh, had, within the same 24-hour period, tested a ballistic missile that they launched from a submarine uh, off the Sea of Korea. And so, you know, it was like, kind of like a you blaze we blaze type situation because you know i think americans have this idea that north korea is kind of like stuck in the 50s and they haven't advanced or anything like cuba <clears throat> well, right. too. oh yeah another country that they put sanctions on and intended to starve the people so that they could stay in the 50s right but uh, i think something that americans don't talk about is you know every now and again you know what we're hearing is uh Afghanistan is the longest military conflict that the United States has ever engaged in, 20-plus years, um, because most Americans don't understand that in the contemporary world, 
war, right, is rarely ever declared. It's not like, you know, in the, the 18, 1812, or like, you know, president goes to Congress and he's like, I want to declare war on Britain. What say ye? Let's vote. I Let's nominate. Nay. <laughs> war. <laughs> there must be war. There must be war. God there must be war and we must assemble across Mostly what happens is unilateral military actions with or without declared writs of war. And what most Americans do not understand is the Korean War never ended. You know how it never ended? There's a North Korea and there's a South Korea. If the war had ended, there would just be Korea, whether it was the North or the South, right? What they have is an armistice which means this is still a active war that never ended this is why and may i add something that it wasn't koreans who determined that there would be an armistice and to divide the country into north and south korea that it was the russians and the united states who came together and saying like how are we going to divide this up right and the chinese and hmm. and the chinese right um but so like all of these things are relevant as like Everybody has the right to self-defense. You don't have to like a country to understand the, the, the impetus of the state is the continuation of the state. So, so long as you have these provocative actions like launching a ballistic missile from a satellite, right? Because you don't know that it's a test. Let's just be honest about that shit. All you know is your radar picked up a fucking missile launch, okay? And without communication on both sides... You don't know, and you don't have a lot of fucking time to decide what the fuck we should do, okay? Uh, and so when they, these kind of things happen within the same 24-hour period, that's literally this nation. And, and to launch it directly from a, a rail station, to me, is exactly the same type of maneuver. Now, the type of missile that was launched is not—it's uh, it, essentially the same thing as, like, a tomahawk, right, which the Americans have used— since the 80s have used literally thousands of times all over the world yeah may i interject on that Please because do. like the problem is is oh no north korea is arming up and they're testing nuclear weapons and they're testing all of these missiles these missiles have names cruise missiles ballistic missiles and they have names because as lt said the united states has them and has used them against other countries all Fuck, north, korea is, doing north korea is testing them and not even taking into account that north korea has not just faced sanctions from the united states but the un japan china australia wanted to jump in on this and what the fuck does australia have to do with fucking korea i'm gonna tell you this as a hood boy i seen motherfuckers get their homes ran up into i've seen it you know that's the most i'll Kick say is i have seen it right i'll use a <laughs> passive construction you know whose motherfucking homes didn't get run into niggas you knew is packing motherfuckers who you didn't know what the fuck all they had in a house and this is that same concept applied on a national level now some other things that might have north korea in their feelings this very week australia the united states and britain made a nuclear submarine deal where the united states and britain have decided uh to help australia jumpstart their nuclear submarine program right over the next 10 to 15 years and although china is seen as the 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 logical um target of that pretty much any 
nation that is not lockstep with the West has to see this as a provocative action. And so everybody's going to do what they can to be like, look, you need to understand some shit before you run up in here. And, I, you know, for me, I, I'm always going to err on the side of sovereignty means just that. Sovereignty means just that. So, well, I mean, I think this goes back to the conversation of like you pointed fingers at North Korea. That's just, you know, basically developing the same weapons that the United States has been using for 40 years. Old weapons, not even new weapons. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, wow, look at these missiles. They could they could hit uh, American bases in Japan. Oh, my goodness. But we just saw that a drone strike just hit. Uh, uh, a man and his wife and seven, seven kids, kids. Mm. children that, that mm. at first the United States declared was a total success. They declared that it hit ISIS K uh, uh, and uh, it wasn't until the the Islamic Emirate was like, uh, no, this is some bullshit. Y'all killed a family of civilians. Uh, you declared them terrorists. How often has this happened in the past? And like, and I think TMK, I think you shared this on our IG. That was a map of how many military bases are across the world, and it's egregious. Like, why the fuck does the United States have this many military bases? And they're so worried about them getting hit. But honestly, you don't belong in this fucking country. Well, uh, well let me ask you a question because I have some pushback for that. Okay, why would China have a country? around all those military bases. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They put their country there around those military bases. And they right. thought about it 7,000 years, years ago. Exactly. That they needed to build around American military bases. So shall we just keep going about the fuck shit that's coming from Australia? Since Australia... I mean, just imagine... Just I'm going to leave y'all on this thought. Imagine if China decided to uh, unilaterally... China and North Korea decided unilaterally to gift nuclear submarine technology to Iran. How how would America react? Let's go. Oh my gosh. Um I feel like honestly part partly that when we were talking about COVID, I jinxed us. <laughs> when I was like, you know, Australia's and New Zealand's response was really good. They did a great job. And, and you yeah. know, they at least did a good job on this, even though their policies around indigenous people is shit. And once again Australia comes back with the fuck shit. So um Surprise gasp. Oh, no. Uh, So in late August, Australia decided to pass new legislation that mandates system administrators uh, will be forced to help police hack into computers and user accounts or face 10 years in jail. Um, It's called the Surveillance Legislation Amendment Identity and Disrupt Bill 2020 provides the Australian Federal Police and the Australian Crime Commission with really unprecedented powers to hack into accounts of suspected criminals, not even like, hey, they've been convicted or like we're trying to do all of this stuff um, so that they can apply to a judge for each of the uh, for disrupting the data for any network activity uh, and any account takeover warrants. So saying like, hey, if you're a suspected criminal, your IG said some fuck shit that they can impress system administrators to give the police, the Australian police control of your Instagram account. 
Might have to drop a dime on them. Now, again, these are things that they have accused uh, the Chinese for for a long time. And I see this, again, as a move against the Chinese government because they say most of the hacking that comes out of China is state-based. So now we literally have state-based hacking from Australia, which, again, it never really matters when the West does these things. <laughs> Facts. Israel's been doing this literally for 20 fucking years. And Australia gave themselves cover because they were also like, hey, if they do emergency authorizations, these hacks can be granted retroactively so that they could do it and then go and say, hey, it was part of an emergency authorization. And that's why we needed to do this because this was domestic terrorism or it was like a threat against the country. Language is so vague. Like anyone that's quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, anyone <laughs> required to assist with government hacking will be protected from civil liberty and refusing to help can carry a penalty of 10 years in jail. I, I mean, again, it's like this conversation of we talking about all of these other countries that are POCs, that are not Christian uh, countries, and look what they're doing, wagging their finger. But we see in here, this is as egregious as anything that's happening in the world right now. In the 90s, it was hack the planet. Now it's hack for this 401k. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, and I mean, I because uh, TMK brought up a really good point that if you want to know more about this, why it's so egregious and difficult and frightening for Australians, you should really follow uh, at EFA underscore Oz on Twitter to stay up on it, to see if there's any community action that's being taken to prevent system administrators from facing this jail time, much like is happening in Texas, that when you ask us what can be done, we're not sharing this information to be utterly and completely bleak. But it's also an example of this is the shit that other countries will copy as soon as they are able to. And I think it's a good point that you brought up uh, the Twitter account. You know, again, we, we ask for everyone to do their own research. Again, you can always follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Public Pulse News. But uh, follow these people that we're talking about. Follow your own folks, because if you're watching MSNBC, if you're watching uh, CNN, if you're watching uh, NPR, you know, you're not getting the new. We say do your own research. But if you do doing your research into organizations that just promote U.S.-backed CIA propaganda, alphabet uh, propaganda, then what are you really getting? The fact, I hear this a lot, I'm tired of social media. I don't even get on social media. It's like the new, I don't have a TV. And it's like, when I hear that, I'm like, wait a minute, you don't follow people on social media? You don't follow independent journalists? You don't follow independent artists and musicians and stuff like that? Like, why do people feel like they can just be holier than thou by being I don't follow social media. Now, you need to be on here following what these independent news organizations, these independent activists, the same people that were out there, um, you know, uh, protesting in front of the Met Gala are the same people that are doing all of these, um, you know, they're, they're deep diving into all of these different aspects of, uh, you know, unethical, illegal surveillance that's happening all over the world. You can't tell me I just don't like social media. Like if you're interested in the news Look, I'm not saying don't do your own research on YouTube. Lots of places to go, but independent journalists is, uh, are the way to go. That's the new I don't follow politics, which means your politics are the status quo. Shall we quick hit? Let's do the quick hits. Final round. All right, so I'll start off. Um, so when we're talking about AOC, right, uh, and people are like, well, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? All right, without giving a de facto endorsement for this person, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, the Paris mayor 
Anne Hidalgo is set to run for the president of France. Now, what are some interesting things about that? One, just based on base identity, you have some very interesting things. This woman is 62 years old, uh, so that's cutting across some age things, right? Uh, it is the daughter of Spanish immigrants. They uh, already are the mayor of Paris. Uh, and so those are on on the merits of just the identity politics alone. Pretty interesting. But what's super interesting to me is the mayor, this Paris mayor that is the daughter of Spanish immigrants um, is a socialist. Mm. A socialist is the mayor of Paris, a major French city is the most major the most major of french cities is a socialist and this socialist is a favorite to win the nomination of the socialist party and will be majorly platformed in the next election cycle this is not a democrat a liberal democrat any of those things this is a dead ass woman running on a brown socialist running on a socialist ticket. And just to piggyback real quick on that before I go into my next one, we talk about this, the Overton window. What is possible in politics? What is allowed in politics? If you think AOC is as far left as you can go, well, then, you know, you might be happy there. But there is a... Uh, a spectrum of politics that goes far beyond the Democratic and Republican Party, even the Libertarian and Green Party. You know what I'm saying? And I got love for the Green Party. And in some ways, I got love for the Libertarian Party. LT, I know uh, you have a little bit of love as well. But you know what I'm saying? This is, like you said, the biggest, one of the most famous cities in the world is a, the, the, the person that is the mayor there is a socialist. So when you go to those polls and you want to be like, hey, everyone, check it out. I voted. La, 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 la. You know, uh, and you vote for Democrats. Socialism it's not gonna happen. doesn't work. Look at Venezuela. <laughs> Venezuela. Do you want Venezuela? Oh, oh my goodness. Yes, I want Venezuela. Yes. I want Venezuela, I actually. Do. I, I do. want a country <laughs> to nationalize the hydrocarbon resources and utilize them for the upkeep and urbanization and modernization of the nation. Exactly. I, I don't think it would be a terrible idea if the United States government nationalized the fucking petrochemical fucking resources of the United States and used them for the betterment of the American citizens. All right, uh, this is my uh, little quick hit right here. I just wanted to let you know. Um, uh, Israel has come out and said that they are going to be shifting their policy on China and condemns their treatment of the Uyghurs at the UN. And of course, we know Israel has a lot of love and they try to protect Muslims as much as possible. They are a friend of the Muslim people. Exactly. They've taken a new stance against China's quote unquote inhumane treatment of Forced incarceration. Is there another type of incarceration? I don't know, man, I, <laughs> but I do know that Israel was so thoughtful about the Muslim populations. They moved right in. You know what I'm saying? Took up that land from them people that have been there for thousands of years. And, uh, you know, they're watching over the situation carefully. I mean, that's a very hands on approach. Yeah. And I think, it's, again, we're just talking about the, uh, uh, you know, Israel and the United States, you know, just parroting each other for this ridiculous stuff. China's, quote unquote, inhumane treatment of forced incarceration. Yet the United States has 24 percent of all incarcerated people. And they look like me. I just want to know why Israel don't give a fuck about the treatment of the black man and uh, black people in America. I mean, maybe that's not the hot button issue. You know, maybe not. Yeah, the condemnation was put forward by Canada. It was signed by at least 45 countries. Uh, Justin Trudeau can suck my suck dick. <laughs> um, and it did not include the word genocide, as we know the alphabet groups in the United States pull back the word genocide. Um, but of course, you know, the uh, the internet is still running wild with the Uyghur camp, so on and so forth. And I know it's a hot button subject but again just do your own research 
coolness. And then I'm going to close it out with uh, some positive news we're going to have to see. Uh, So the country that we often know as New Zealand, um, the Maori Party this month launched a petition to officially change the country's name to Aotearoa, uh, which means land of the long white cloud in the indigenous Maori language. Um, So, you know, they're urging that not just that the name New Zealand be changed to one that respects Maori culture, but that also to restore the Maori names for all towns, cities, and place names throughout the country. Uh, I bring this up because, of course, there's articles being like, oh, you know, New Zealand senators and and, uh, political party members are like, there's no history of it ever being called Aotearoa. Like, why would you ever do that? This has no basis, in fact. That's not even English. It's not even English. Um, and, And I push back against that, of course, because the way they frame it is there's no historical history. Not recognizing that the Dutch and the British colonial settlers erased a lot of that history that um, we have to remember and we have to listen to the Maori and Polynesian peoples uh, and, and help support them in this debate because they had not just their towns, their country taken and renamed, but within 40 years that of British colonial rule, they lost like 90% of their native language. And so how can we contribute to these um, reclamation efforts uh, in the same way that we would say the same for native indigenous populations in the United States who also had their countries forcibly taken the same thing in South America, uh, really globally, because, wow, British colonial rule and the United States empire uh, still has controls of a lot of country that they should not. And and it just circles back to LT talking about these are sovereign nations. How do they not get a fucking say? Like, these fucking white people owe reparations. And the thing is, New Zealand is about the kindest European uh, colonialization ever got, especially compared to the Australians, which were literally doing forced breeding programs and eradication of indigenous men. The indigenous women were forcibly bred for generations to try to get them to a point where there would be more European blood than, I mean, you know, rabbit-proof fence, man. Just look that shit up. Yeah, hard well, movie, but an important one. Well said, everybody. Uh, Public Pulse News on Instagram and TikTok. Are we doing big things? Uh, hey, hey, guess what, everybody? We have a Patreon. Uh, you can follow us, uh, Patreon slash Public Pulse. Uh, we got uh, donations as little as $5 uh, and as much as $100 if you a big bowler, you know what I'm saying? So uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, we got much love and respect for the real left and not the boutique left. Dim exit every motherfucking day. Dim exit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, LT, Kita de Muscle. Uh, any final words before we sign off? When you run up in a motherfucker shit, better know what you're not, you gon' get hit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, like, I, I like closing on that note. That was beautiful. Look that at was, that. Collaboration. That, that was beautiful. Uh, me and TMK, a little tanky that cook, heated the muscle, and we are out. There must be war. God wills it! Oh, Mama Bear.
<laughs> and that's so sweet.